So assessment can really undercut the mission of convincing a kid that math is the place for them, that math is a, a place that honors their skills and, and can be accomplished, can be, can be uh, achieved. Assessment can either uh, help or hinder here. So if I give students uh, a large unit one test, let's say, and lots of kids fail it for lack of content knowledge or whatever else, um, and if that, if that, if that grade is, is set in stone, as it oftentimes is, like this is what your grade was, this was summative right here, and then now the rest of the year proceeds and you should learn this stuff because it will be on the final again, that will, that will cut students down very quickly. It gives them very little incentive to want to relearn this stuff because their, their grade stays the same for that unit. Um, so what I wound up doing was a process of, of mastery learning slash standards-based grading where basically um, I, I cut unit one test down to all of its discrete sub-skills and said, show me at any point in the semester you know how to do this. I don't care when. So if the, if the question was uh, developing a linear pattern out of, out of a sequence of numbers, let's say, student couldn't do that day one, I would say, fine, not a big deal, we'll get there. They could take a retest on that one subject, that one, that one concept, and I would give them their highest score on the concept. And that had an effect on students where they, they felt like their, their, their efforts at remediation, at, their efforts at, at relearning um, paid off, that they had a tangible effect on this measurement of their grade, whereas before it just felt uh, defeating, like there's just no point in going back on it. So I taught these students who'd come to me, this is their, their oftentimes their third year in algebra. They'd failed pre-algebra in seventh grade, failed algebra in eighth, and then they were with me in algebra again in ninth grade. And uh, believe me, these students, they, they had a very strong self-concept about themselves as math learners. And, and by strong, I don't mean good. I mean, it was, it was well set and concrete at that point that they knew they hated math and math hated them. So I've had some frontline experience of trying to change students' minds about mathematics. And what it really took was, was two things, is one, broadening the definition of mathematics and broadening the different ways of being good or receiving praise or status in mathematics. So these students had come through uh, for years and math was defined by uh, taking good notes, uh, attending class every day, memorizing procedures, calculating quickly and accurately, all great things, believe me, but it's a, it's a, it's a narrow slice of what mathematicians do. And so uh, by broadening that to include things like uh, estimation, problem formulation, problem posing, a lot of informal mathematics at the, at the other end, talking about different solution strategies, emphasizing creative strategies with students, we broaden what math is. And at every step along that path, we can give students some, a compliment or some status for how well they did, how well they, um, they critiqued another student's idea. These kinds of ways of doing math were foreign to them, so naturally they got a lot of pushback at first. Better the devil you know, for instance. Like, I, I know I'm not good at this, but I know what it is. Um, but over time, they enjoyed the feeling of, of being good at different ways of doing math, and that gave them, that didn't give them content knowledge automatically by no. any means, but it, it gave them some incentive, some, some buy-in, I guess, is the, is the word for this here. They, it gave them a, a franchise in the project of their own math learning, where before they felt like, there's just no place for me here.